Hey guys, we are back for another episode. And this week, Alex and I are actually still in separate quarantine. So we haven't even really caught up with each other. How are you? I'm good. I feel like we've done this quarantine stuff quite to the letter in a lot of ways. Yeah. I and I'm like, surprised. I know. I'm <laughs> so proud I've, of us. I'm proud too. I did go back to our place once, but tried to not touch anything and wash my hands before and after and went really quickly. <laughs> um, do you get that feeling in, now in Australia though? Like it's kind of over even if it's not I do but it worries me a bit because it seems like they keep saying the numbers are going down and we're kind of beating the normal curve of all the like western countries but then I feel like everyone's going to get lax and then is it going to like well they shut down most of the beaches now in Sydney and then they started to shut down some of the Gold Coast beaches yeah. which is literally just happened today yeah um but yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, I feel like if our weather continued on the same way it has been, then we would be fine. The only mm. thing that worries me is that we're going into cold. winter. It was so, actually cold this morning when I got up to go for a walk. It was 18 degrees, which is cold for Australia. <laughs> and no, I was that's like, actually oh. really cold. I feel like it's it, been like it 25 consistently yeah. for months. Um, um, but I feel like I've been getting a bit more lax where I like slightly forget to like wash my hands the right way. Or like, I, I feel like I was really on Yeah. It I've been having moments where I just like, forget oh. almost cause you don't have that same panic anymore. Yeah. But hopefully we stay on the good, the good path. I don't know. I think, I think we've done well as a country so far. So I just, I, I've been trying to analyze like, cause I looked at a list of like the top countries that are like have it the most and have the most deaths and all that kind of stuff and where Australia is like in that list and I think one of the things that Australia has that a lot of other countries don't is um, it is like a higher quality of life especially mm. even more so than like North, like than if you were in New York or something like that just in terms of because there's so much nature and I feel like in general the people live a slightly healthier life like I think so they just live a more outdoors life I think they get more sun yeah and and then the sunshine and and, and the warmth and all of that kind of stuff and there's just a lot more space so even I was thinking about Sydney versus Italy or New York and it's the biggest city in Australia but it's still in in terms of a city it's pretty spread out you still have a lot of space um, so I, I never, think it's just, it's like a bit of a different dynamic. Oh, I think definitely. Um, oh, this is kind of on topic, but off topic. <laughs> uh, someone from my work invited me to this really great Facebook group called Bin Isolation Outing. I don't know if anyone else is a member of it yet, but it's just like encourages people to dress up to take out their garbage bins. So people what? post these like really funny photos of just like so oh, many different that's things. So cute. So there's people in like dinosaurs and someone was like Cruella Deville and like it's just like an endless stream of and it's just really fun and like a nice way to make corn. Is that fun. in Australia or anywhere? I th- I think it's people from people all over the world. I don't know if it started in Australia, but definitely look up bin isolation outing as a group. That's because really cute. It's been on my timeline since I joined it yesterday. And then every time the pictures pop up, I'm like, oh, this is so nice. <laughs> it's just like a good chuckle for the day. Aww. Um okay, so what did you want to talk about today? So today I wanted to talk about manifesting because I feel like mm-hmm. everyone right now has so much time like to themselves in a good way. And that's kind of the perfect time to think about manifesting. Also, probably time to reflect, right? Yeah. Actually, I think one of the big things that happened when 
for me, like the week that I had the most anxiety and stuff, uh, like right when it kind of hit hard here and the news all of a sudden ramped up and everything just got really intense really quickly was where all of a sudden you feel like everything's going to get paused and wherever you are, it's like, oh, what's that? Um, Musical chairs. It's like wherever you are is where you have to be, right? And you're stuck and that's like, that's your chair or that's your thing. And then it's like a little snapshot, a frozen snapshot in time. So, you know, where do you live? What is your job? Like, you feel like who you're are defined the, by who that? Are the, the closest people mm-hmm. to you? Like your, your emergency people or whatever that is. Where are you um, isolating with? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who, you know, where do you like where you live? Do you like you know yourself do you like your your activities do you like everything like everything is all of a sudden just frozen in time and all you have is this time to reflect basically mm-hmm. and sorry and um you're not able to change it really at that point so it's like a real taking stock of your situation and what what you've led your life mm-hmm. to be up until this point and also with the idea that you don't know for sure when you're going to be able to do something next or like make a change or maybe if you were like well one day I'm going to go and travel or one day I'm going to go and quit my job and like do this other thing or and it's always been that one day but it felt fine it's like now you have that possibility that you might never actually be able to do that yeah we don't know like how do you feel (laughs) about your life thus Mm -hmm. far if you you know with what you have done so wait and I think that could be like did that freak you out? Did you find it confronting? What like what was in your life um, that you were like, oh no? <laughs> no, I so I just had anxiety about like everything that was happening, yeah. but I was thinking, uh, actually maybe I did have a tiny bit, but it wouldn't mm. be re- like actually related to anything that made any sense. You know, yeah. where you're suddenly like it's like you yeah. don't know where your keys are. You're like, oh my god, did I forget that thing? And then like yeah. you're looking and you're like, oh wait, no, I didn't forget it, or like yeah. I didn't actually lose it. Um. So, but I have had a lot of like gratitude where I've thought, um, I, we're just so lucky that we're here mm. in this apartment. Well, you're not here in this apartment right now, but <laughs> it's like this giant, beautiful apartment on the mm. beach. Like, so that even if we were totally quarantined and not allowed to leave the house, you could spend yeah. days and days and days in here and never leave and still feel good and feel like you're outside basically and still get that ocean dose. Mm. Um, and so, like, we're just so lucky to have that and, like, to be up in the Gold Coast and not be in the city when this happened, um, to have jobs that are, like, more relaxed and you can work from home and are still, we still have our jobs, like, and then also for me to have uh, Scott here, like, with me because he was away in Sydney and then he came back, like, um, just, like, all these things that it was, like, so nice to have a partner during all of this, too yeah it's just been like it made me feel really really grateful for like what I felt like was manifesting having already gone through and manifested so much of what I had wanted like so that I'm living what I want like in real time rather than just in the future yeah that's what I'm like I had that feeling because so I don't know not everyone knows but (laughs) a couple weeks ago Alex and I were bicycle riding just down like the street here on the sidewalk and Alex was like a bit ahead of me because we got separated by a car at one point and I was just like riding it's just like on like the footpath so I was just riding down and I was 
going past the Aldi parking lot and this car came out and just hit me like directly full on and I'm fine like physically fine I just managed to kind of like jump off my bike but the car actually went over like half of my bike my bike's broken now like it was just one of those really like surreal shocking moments and it was kind of also at the beginning of all this COVID stuff but Alex and I went and like sat on the beach after and I was just kind of like processing in shock but I was like you know what I had a bit of that life flashing before my eyes and I was like I'm actually really happy with my life like it was it was such a nice thing because I was like I don't feel like I have any regrets right now like I feel like obviously there's still some things I want to do but I'm really happy with the path that I'm on and I'm Mm then I feel like that is because we've worked so hard to like build and manifest this amazing life so far and like it's just my biggest regret was like oh I'm sad that I won't be able to see it through and see how it continues to evolve but it's like I see the story continuing yeah so I just feel like we've both been really grateful and all of these situations have just like highlighted how like yeah how much we've built these lives that was like the same thing when I was in Costa Rica and I got hit by a car (laughs) (laughs) that we have been hit by cars (laughs) and I was crossing the street and it was like really dark and I was with my like boyfriend at the time and this car came around I think it had no light and like we were kind of in the middle of the road and it just didn't stop it like weirdly sped up as it turned around the corner and it hit me like full on and Mm. I rolled onto the front of the car um like the front hood and then flew off and luckily it was like in front of a pharmacy and stuff so all these people came out and tried to help me and were like freaking out uh and I was in total shock and I was actually somehow completely fine even though I literally rolled onto the hood of the car and flew off. Um, I had like crazy bruises on my calf and stuff or my calves, but I was just fine. It was so weird. Um, But I had that, the same thing that you were describing when you got hit on your Mm. bicycle and it was like slow, everything slowed down. And I, I remember thinking, oh, like now our mom's going to find out because she didn't know that I was where I was at that time. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I, I, I haven't actually told our parents about my bike thing yet, so this will oh, be God. the first time they're hearing about it. But I didn't uh, want to freak them out. <laughs> yeah, I didn't tell her about the car thing until like three months yeah. later, but I called you right away. I remember yeah. and told you about it. And, um, and yeah, I had that whole thing where it was like a slow-mo experience and I felt super calm and I just thought, oh, I guess this is it <laughs> mm-hmm. and I and I was like well and I and I thought about how do I feel and I was like well I feel great because <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I I'd I was just like living my exact dream like living my life like I had done everything that I wanted to do exactly how I wanted to do it at that point um and that was just like so exhilarating and it made me what after when I realized I was going to be okay just be so happy with all the choices I had made because I hadn't been completely sure before that but then I was like no I I'm living my fullest fullest life like a hundred percent that's so powerful yeah yeah and I just think it's interesting that that just happened to you yeah I know it's the universe. I just felt like it And was he paid nudge. for your bike too. So that's good. I texted him two weeks later <laughs> because all the COVID stuff happened and I wanted to go and see if I could get the bike fixed and blah, blah, blah. But um, yeah, he was actually great and paid me for the bike, which was really nice. Um, and oh, a little funny thing from the universe. So when we got home from that day after I got hit, I had this email come through from the scooter course that Alex and I took before we moved to Gold Coast. And the oh subject was stay upright. 
<laughs> so I felt like it was literally the universe just giving me a nudge being like remember like life is good like be grateful like it might be this crazy like anx- anxious uncertain time but like you have a good life so be grateful and yeah <laughs> so I was like oh okay that's pretty yeah. funny um that's but yeah with um, like with so manifesting like, with- I think a lot of people hear that word and are like, oh, that's just really woo-woo. Or it's like, it is like the crystals and the, you know, like that type Like of the thing. secret. Yeah, but for me, when I think of manifesting, it's literally just like looking at the future, thinking about how you want it to be, like setting a goal and basically working towards it. Like it's kind of can be that simple. Like I don't think it has to be yeah. the magic. Like, well, secret. I looked up manifest in mm. the dictionary and the definition is, well, one, there's a few different definitions, but <laughs> the definition that's relevant to what we're talking about, it said to show something clearly through signs or actions. And that's, that is it. Like, that's exactly what you're saying. I think like a big part for me with manifesting is literally just having a clear vision of what you want. So it's not, it's literally just figuring that out. And I think a lot of people kind of skirt around that a lot of the time where you're like oh I can't you have like a vague idea but you don't actually articulate it and then like emphasize it and I feel like manifesting is having a really clear articulate like thing of what you want thing that's me being articulate Um, I found a quote (laughs) because I did a little research I thought it was such a beautiful quote um and it's there's like kind of two versions of it so the first one is no wind blows in favor of a ship without direction Hmm. and then the other version of that is a ship without direction won't reach its destination and i think that's that's super true so it's this idea that you can leave the port and like set sail but if you don't have a direction you're not going to go anywhere (laughs) Mm -hmm. and i think you need to you, you don't so actually i was talking to a friend today and he was saying that his like mentor had been telling him you don't need to plan everything out Mm. but you do need to have an idea of of where you're going basically but you don't need to know every single little detail of how you're going to get there but you need to have that vision in your mind to be able to move forward and yeah I think there's different versions of it too because some things in my life like I was like, I'm going to move to Australia. But like, I had no idea of the details of any of that or how it was going to happen. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like a clearly thought out, like step-by-step manifestation. It was literally just like, I'm going to do that. And then I ended up just getting a visa and getting a ticket. (laughs) Like that one was like one of the more simple ones in a weird way. But like, also you can have like more specific goals. (laughs) Do you have, do you have any memories of when you first started like consciously trying to manifest? I was trying to think about this. So I have a really clear memory of the summer before grade five. So grade five was like one of my highlight years of my life, which was when I was like 10 slash 11 years old. But it was just one of those like best years where I felt like I just like loved my class and I was kind of popular and I like just playing sports and like loved soccer and captured the flag and like had all these crushes it was just like a fun like middle school year um and I remember before I started grade five I bought this like do you remember those space maker pencil boxes is that what it's called a pencil box what do you call it where you put your pencil case pencil case yeah so they were these like plastic rectangular cases and they had a big like space maker thing on the top and then there were like the bubbles so it was like mm-hmm. little bubs on top. And I like got that pencil case and I got a black one. And then I like spent 
a whole night just decorating it and was like drawing circles around it and just like I felt like I almost did a ritual without realizing it and was just thinking about like grade five and what I wanted my year to be and was like I want like to make lots of friends and do this and I was just like spent like a whole evening thinking about the year ahead and like how great it was gonna be yeah I like really specifically remember that and then it was the best year ever (laughs) I feel like I manifested that and I was thinking about like the fact that you and I also both have always had journals and stuff and I feel like if you've Mm -hmm. ever had a journal you probably have manifested something because like so many of my journal entries were just like oh like I want this to happen or like I really like this boy I wonder if I did I feel like so many of my journal entries were like I love this person. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like usually before the start of every school year, I'd kind of like write a journal entry that would be like, I want this to happen or this to happen. Like, so I feel like that was kind of my original manifesting. And it was like thinking. I feel like you had better time at school than I did. I only had really Mm. good time at the end of high school, middle school. Oh, yeah, you're great. Oh, end of middle school and end of high Mm. school. Yeah. But yeah, and I wonder if there was a change in me. Like I do remember having intention. Actually, when I became like really popular or whatever it was in yeah. grade, I think it was like grade six when I was like eleven or twelve. Mm. I remember it was a conscious decision, and I yeah, I, I don't know if I did it that. in the summer, but I like just was like this is how you are popular like you do this you do this like you need to be like I know this sounds crazy (laughs) but I really was like it was like I was in my own movie where I would be like the nerdy person I'd watch enough movies and like books yeah I basically did my own makeover and like I don't know I was gonna say personality makeover Mm -hmm. but I didn't change my personality but I just was like I I had to be be a bit more confident Yeah. yeah and I need to like just like get in there somehow and do this and I think I I do vaguely remember some kind of list or something going into Mm. that and then it all worked and I really was and I had like this dream group of friends and stuff for like middle school which Mm. was amazing and like a tough time for most people but I was like part of that that crowd but yeah I wasn't there to begin with so that was definitely like setting a goal and then working towards it and I think too it's sometimes you do it subconsciously because remember there was a couple years ago where I went and looked through our email chain with each other and I remember I was like oh and I like highlighted all these things it was like so many times we were like oh I wish I could just live on the beach or like we just need to have a life like this blah 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 and like we are living that life now so it's like something that we saying like oh one day we'll live together in an apartment or one day we'll do this and then I was like married and like we yeah, just like, never thought remember, anything that was going to happen, no. but we still were like, oh, I remember thinking, how is that not going to happen at some point? That's so weird. I always thought we would do something like that. And then, yeah, when we read through those emails, it was just constantly like when that yeah. whenever we end up living by the beach or when we do this and this um, in and the I sunshine. That was, yeah, that was like our own reinforcement without even realizing it. That was just our like inner selves like screaming out being like yes yes <laughs> well and also the idea of mantra too mm. so how we normally sing at the end of each podcast is that's a mantra that we sing over and over and I think also when you repeat a vision or like an mm. end goal over and over and over again you like give it more and more power you definitely do and like we've said about writing stuff down is so powerful too but like even before we moved up here like I remember when we were talking about maybe moving to the Gold Coast like 
a year or two ago and I was like, mm, I don't know. I don't know if I can commit to it. Like I was waiting for my residency still and I just was like, I have no idea what I'm going to want to do when that happens. But then I was eventually like, no, okay, I'm going to do that. And then I remember when it was getting closer to when I thought I would get my residency, I just started telling like everyone at work and like other people that I was like, yep, like once I get my residency, I'm going to move up to the Gold Coast with my sister and just like find a more chill job and that. And I just kept on saying that to people. And then look where I am. (laughs) It is, it just gives it like. And it's like one year later. I know. It's so cool. That's crazy. Well, okay. So one thing I wanted to talk about was I remember, so I remember what I used to think manifesting was, was like basically praying, but praying so, so hard and like through anxiety. And I used to think that the only way I could make something happen was almost to worry so hard about it like yeah in that way where you feel so stressed out and you're like oh please 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 please, please right yeah and um I remember when I applied for this like exchange program in university so that my last year I could go back to Toronto because I was um in London Ontario instead and so I applied to go back to Toronto basically so I could do this um, magazine internship in my last year and I remember like just like being at my window and in mm-hmm. uni and just doing that, like, please, yeah. please, 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 like, I promise, like, if this happens, yeah. like, I'll do this and this and this or like, I'll, you know, all of that kind of stuff. But, uh, and for so long, I remember feeling like I had to have that kind of almost desperation yeah, that, to like, make something yearning. happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and like that, if I didn't feel anxious enough about it, I wasn't almost honoring it like properly yeah. or like giving it enough weight, which is I, like so weird now when I think about it. But well, that's kind of like religion sometimes. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I'm try- I was trying to think about when that switched over. Yeah. I think, I think actually when I was in Australia, that was probably... When it happened. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, so. I... Oh, yeah, I was going to say, I think with like the yearning or like that desperation stuff, um, yeah, sometimes people see manifestation as like, oh, it's just like magic. Like if you just want it enough, you'll like manifest it. But it's yeah. not the just wanting it. It's like you want it and you want it enough that you actually put a plan into place and like figure out the steps to get it more so than like actually just doing it out of like sheer will. Yeah, I agree. I, and like, even though, we're saying you know it doesn't have to be woo woo and it's the same thing like with when I talk about like the moon cycles to people Mm. and I'm like you don't have to believe in like the power of the full moon or any of that stuff but it's nice to have those dates as markers throughout the month Mm -hmm. to stop pause reflect um take um, make plans for new action right and then it's the same with the manifesting it's like you don't have to believe in the woo woo side of it like you can just take it down to the basics which is like decide decide on what you want mm. um shape shape it give shape to it um tone color you know mm-hmm. all of those kinds of things and then write out the steps if you want to go forth and get it and then just kind of like keep that in the forefront of your mind um but with the woo woo side of it i was going to say i do think that mm-hmm. <laughs> like something happens like oh definitely things come closer to you when you say that you want them and I found that like with any time like and I think I I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast before but the first job I ever had was 
at this big media company in Canada uh, with all these magazines like Elle Canada and, uh, you know, like really like fun things that any like 21 year old girl would like dream to work at. And when I was doing this web design course, we had to write down what we wanted to do after, like what our top five jobs were. And I basically only had one job on there and it was that first job. And I was like, I want to work at transcontinental media, which is the name mm-hmm. of the company. And I want to be a web designer. And they didn't actually have anything like that at the company, but I was like, Oh, if they ever did that for magazines, that's what I would want to do. And then when I finished school we had like I think it was like back I had summer so it was like two months or something and I was looking for jobs and I saw the job that I had written down basically posted Mm -hmm. and it was like but it was two months it was expired or something but it was still showing and I was like you know what I'm just gonna apply for this anyways even though it's expired and then I'll just I like I can't believe I missed it blah 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 so they contacted me and said that they had had they had been having trouble uh, finding someone to like fulfill the role because it was brand new. They'd never had it before and they were just testing it out to see if it was something that they could fill and some something that they could use. So it was a freelance position as well. So that ended up being my first job and it turned into a full-time position and I was there for four years and then I freelanced for them for two years after that. So <laughs> it was crazy. And I, 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 at the time, I felt like I had created that job through sheer will well it was uncanny that reminds me too of like when I came to Australia and I was kind of a mess and didn't know what I want but you were like write down a list of what you want in a job and then I was like I want to work in the CBD I want to work with young people because I'd never had a job in like really like that before and I was like I just want to be a fun job if I'm going to be stuck there for my residency and then I didn't know if I want to do law or marketing so I was like oh something that combines them and then the job that I got was marketing for a company that made software for lawyers. So it, it was just, and it was like right in downtown Sydney and it was all young people and it literally mm-hmm. was like everything on that list. And it kind of felt the same way where it's like, did I just like make up this random job through my like manifestation? Sorry, could you just hear that message that came in? It was so mm-hmm. loud. No. No? Okay, good. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, that's awesome. I feel like that's been the same. So ever since that happened to me with my first job ever, I've done that with every single job I've had since. Mm -hmm. I've always written it down, verbally, like read out loud what I want and, and also have it there as proof on paper. And also just clearly thought through like how I want to feel at the job. Um, Yeah. Like what you're saying, like young people in this job and like downtown location or whatever the requirements are that are going to make you, fulfilled I think what you said right there was how you're gonna feel that is actually so important with manifestation because I think it's also easy to be like I want this job or like when I was younger I didn't really know I was just like I just want to get any job but like it's important to think about how you actually want to feel in that future situation whether it's like a job or a relationship or whatever you're trying to manifest it's like what feeling do you want inside and how do you want like yeah your office to make you feel or your coworkers like it's more is like think about the actual like environment and the atmosphere of it, not just like the functional outcome. Because it's like sometimes well, you think can get also stuck on that. That'll help you make it more realistic too. Yeah. Does does like the stuff you're writing down correspond with the way you actually want to feel? Like would mm. that induce those kinds of feelings? Yeah. And then I've done that. Like, oh sorry. Well, I was gonna say I think a lot of the time we can just set goals be kind of tunnel vision on it and not really think about what the actual after part of that goal is like you're just thinking about 
getting that bullseye, but then it's like, is that actually the feeling that you're looking for? Is that actually going to make you satisfied or fulfilled? Like, or is it just another check mark on your to-do list? Um, And I've used this, like my idea of this manifesting technique of just writing Mm. down a list uh, for so many things. And so every job I've ever had, um, every apartment that I've had, and I've loved all of my apartments. I've never lived in a bad apartment. Oh, another thing that I thought was cool. Sorry, because I read a list of things. But yeah. um, my when I did my yoga teacher training, I met like the best group of girls. And we were all at this point in our life that was really like kind of a crossroads. And we all wanted different things like in our future that we would talk about a lot, right? And be like, oh, like one day I really want to be doing this. We just had like... I think it was like a year and a half later we're having a video chat together and I was like wait a minute guys like look at where we all are like Mm. everyone had accomplished the thing that they wanted like every single one of us in a year and a half and it was just so cool and like that was why we were video chatting because we weren't together anymore because none of us were living in the same city like we'd all gone off and like done these things and like reached our goals Mm. We were on such a high vibration when we were together at that point. And we were talking about our dreams every day. And then, yeah, and then we are where we are now, I think, because of that. Yeah, I feel like, because I was just telling you too, um, April 1st was my one-year anniversary of resigning from my Sydney job. Yeah. Um, So that's so funny to look in that last year, and now I'm here. And like, yeah, I was in my old job being like, oh, when I get urgency, I'm going to move to the Gold Coast and do this and that. And I've done all of it, and it feels great. So yeah, I we talked about like that idea, like when coronavirus hit and stuff, it's like a pause on your life, right? So like, mm-hmm. it's like pressing the pause button and then you have to ask yourself those questions. Like, are you happy where you are? You know, are you happy with your job? Are you happy with your home? Are you happy with the people who surround you? Who have you chosen, right? Like, what have you chosen? And if this was it, is it what you would choose, right? Yeah. And it's like, now that we have this break it's really like that reset and it's the perfect time to if like you weren't happy with the answers to that decide what you will be happy with Mm. like what if something like this did happen again what if we all get better and then there's coronavirus round two and it's mutated right or something else how do you want to feel if you were in this situation again yeah well and and then basically we've also been like oh this means we really should like keep working towards buying a property together and being able to grow food on it because <laughs> that yes. was like one of the main things that we're like oh like if we had that we'd feel so much more secure right now and like yeah so it was a good basically also what I realized is that you and I have been <laughs> planning our entire lives around quarantine without yeah. even knowing that it was <laughs> gonna happen so like we moved up into a more isolated place mm-hmm. we got a, a bigger apartment that we could stay in for long periods of time yeah. we got jobs where it was like easier to work from home and do all of those kinds of things we, we took how to grow food yeah we went and did a permaculture course so we'd figure out how to grow our own food and yeah and we've like got a worm farm we have started doing all this kind of recycling and all this oh, other how stuff are the worms? They're like thriving. They're okay. so happy. Yeah. So we've done all of this stuff <laughs> to prepare for the quarantine. And also what we talked about before where we like haven't really made friends or like tried to be too social since we moved up because we've just been focusing on other parts of our lives. Like when quarantine hit, 
in some ways I'm actually seeing my friends more often because we wouldn't video chat all the time. We would just talk oh, yeah, before. Definitely. And now we're actually video chatting. So <laughs> it's like become more social. It's just been really interesting. And yeah. And so definitely like, and we've said this before. I don't know if we've said it on the podcast before, but we, Tori and I, our next goal is buying a property, a property that has a big enough yard so that we can grow food in it outfitting the whole property with solar panels, with water tanks, with all of the principles that we learned in permaculture and being able to happily live there without too much financial stress. So for us, we're like, we want to make sure, especially now that coronavirus stuff has happened, it's like to be able to buy a property where even if you lose your job job. or something like this happens, like it's the price that you pay for the property is like, Mm -hmm maybe the high end of what you would pay for rent or something like that. And that your other costs, a lot of your food costs, a lot of your electricity and like uh, running water, like all that kind of costs are, are like small and Mm self-sufficient anyways, with the way that you've set it up. Um, We want to get to a point in our lives where our jobs are just extra more for, not just for fun, but it's, it's like the icing on the cake. So relying on them for, yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So that's basically, this is our next manifestation. (laughs) Like it is. And we're manifesting it right now. And through like going to the permaculture course and looking at all that barefoot investor stuff to figure out like saving money, like we're taking Exactly. We're getting our finances in order. Um, And also living in a place where you can actually buy property that you can Mm, afford, which makes a big difference. Do you want to go over the exercise that we did when we first moved to the Gold Coast and walk people through like yeah so that right was now. huge yeah so we've never done something like that to that in depth before no. but when we moved up to the gold coast the gold coast it was basically a, a blank slate for us and actually it's funny because it was like a mini it was a mini coronavirus quarantine because you know right now everyone is saying like okay now's the time right now is the time yeah. to like plan those things like get, get, get set that done. foundation do all that mm. stuff use this space and that's what we felt like when we moved up because it was like we didn't know anyone we hadn't started work yet we're in this beautiful blank apartment basically that had Mm. no memories to it no nothing like how do we want to fill this place how do we want to fill our memories of of living here like in our new lives like how are we going to shape that and so we I think we did did we do it on a new moon or did we just I I think we might have I I think I always try and set intentions yeah. on new moon and then you can do it on full moon too. And full moon is like more reflection, but it's nice to like try and associate it with like a certain time of the month. And so, yeah, so we got these giant big pads of paper and so we each had one mm-hmm. and then we played uh, John and Roy, which is my favorite mm-hmm. band. And mm-hmm. yeah, we played like their radio, the Spotify radio station of them. Cause they've just got like such a great, just such a great vibe like it's so warm and uplifting and just let that flow and then we lit candles we like got really cozy and comfortable we got out all of our pencil crayons and pastels and all of that kind of stuff and then we went through and we labeled was it four we did five four different, different pages. so I actually wrote them down um okay. and like you don't have to do these ones but this is a way to split it up to like make it easier if you want to so we did mind and body romantic love and family dharma or work and then home and community so those were like kind of right, four and dharma quadrants. is like your purpose your purpose yeah yeah um so those were kind of our four quadrants to break it down for ourselves 
and then we thought oh we'll just like go through this and do this really quickly and like do kind of a drawing or write down how we want to feel mm-hmm. like kind of just like f- that free writing like free flow writing about when you think of um, a mind and body or when you think of home or wait well should we explain like what mind and body would be yeah I think for me it was like how I want to feel um how I want to think about myself those kinds of things like because I've struggled with like uh, insecurity issues in the past and anxiety and all that kind of stuff. So it was like, again, it's, I've done so many times in my journal my whole life where I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm, yeah, like I'm confident or I feel free to speak my mind. I feel uh, like I can stand in my own, stand in myself. So I'm just trying to look at mine because I actually took pictures of the ones that I did and I found them. Yeah, for me, I think a lot of it was about like my mental health and like just, yeah, getting stronger, getting more confident, kind of shedding my layers and just living tenfold as much as possible. I think for each of mine, I almost did a little like catchphrase or like a description of like what I wanted to feel as well. Yeah. Do you want to read them? So my mind and body one was strong, open, 100% me. Oh, I love And then that. romantic love and family was true partner three kids lots of pets <laughs> That's not a that was like the summary of it yeah and then um my dharma and work was making a positive impact feeling purpose and inspiration abundance mm-hmm. and wealth and then home and community was safe space with like-minded souls surrounded by nature and land for growth so yeah those were like my summaries of the quadrants for myself and then i put it's just a really good exercise to kind of like free flow and see what comes out almost and like what you are feeling and what you are dreaming. It's like, it's the time to shed all of your filters on yourself and just let yourself try to figure out what you really want and what you're really looking for. Okay. So the other one, so romantic love and children. Do you remember what you had for that one? Uh, no. <laughs> Mine was kind of like describing it like, what I want, wanted my partner to be, kind of what I pictured my family like in the future, what feeling I wanted to have with that, and just, yeah, that idea of my, yeah, like the family that I dreamed of, essentially. And then there was Dharma, so, and like work, potentially one in the same. Um, so that's, yeah, that for me was picturing like, what do I, what do I want my future career to be like, or like, what do I want to feel like, or what do I think my purpose is, and all of that deep stuff. Can you give some examples? Um, okay, let me see. If I think I you should just give examples for oh, each of them because it's like... Um, so one of them was do work that helps others and leaves the world a better place, which I feel like I'm already doing in my current job, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, continue to share our stories and lessons to those that may help. And I feel like that's kind of what we're doing right now that's with the this podcast. podcast. Yeah. yeah. Um, love what I do and be excited about it. Um, and yeah, own multiple properties and just have abundance. Um, so abundance was a big theme in that one because I know you and I have talked about that a lot um, and feeling like sometimes we've had more of a scarcity mindset rather than abundance. Um, and then home and, being, and we, we've been scared to, yeah. we've felt like we're, we're if you Shouldn't, have too much, it's yeah, bad or like yeah. something bad's going to happen. We felt like guilty for like that. Um mm-hmm. 
and then home and community, which I think is actually really common too. I think like it's I've really common, other people about yeah, it. especially with certain upbringings and like, yeah, yeah, it's and it's hard common. to catch yourself in it too because you don't even realize that you're doing it. Yeah, you're kind of programmed into that mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, and then home and community was just like, yeah, picturing my future home, which will hopefully be our property. <laughs> um, and yeah, the re- a lot of that was kind of the feeling of what I want there and like the sea- setting the scene of like having lots of kids running around and like surfboards and like a deck. And dogs and, a, and cats. Yeah, and dogs and-, and just like that, the feeling of like, yeah, what I picture my future home and life to be and that feeling of like community that we want to build of like like-minded people and open people and like really feeling like a giant family with whoever we have in our lives yeah Um, I think even the coronavirus stuff the quarantine has made me be like oh I've like that shows so much more how important it is to have family oh yeah and like whether it's like your birth family or to create your family like it's just so important to well it makes you realize who in your life to build that in your life and like make it a priority it's made me really grateful because I'm like we we both still have jobs and then just knowing that I can rely on you I can rely on my partner I can rely on our parents like I have all these people that I can fall back on I'm like oh I'm so lucky to have that because not everyone does and it just makes you appreciate it but yeah so we we did all these um beautiful heartfelt drawings of all and like lists and descriptions of all those different quadrants and like what we hoped and pictured our future would be um, and it took a really long time. It I feel it was like hours. it was at least it was like a half an hour per, or maybe thing. more. It was funny because I think I think originally I just did one thing with like all oh, four. Yeah. And I did kind of like a summary, <laughs> and I think that's kind of what I read from right now. And then you were like, "Oh, I was just doing one." So then I was like, "Oh," <laughs> and then I did like separate ones for each, and it was like it was really it, took, it was actually painful by the end by the end time. yeah and we were just like oh my god this will never end because we knew we had like another pillar to do yeah. like I, I called them pillars all yeah. of them but um it was like so worth it and it felt really cathartic and really like I I was so I'm so happy with like what I have down on those pages and I yeah. like sent them to my friend and it's a beautiful a touchstone and to like look continue to look back on and remember and and, and also yeah. and to say wait is that how I'm feeling mm. does my life feel like what I wrote down here is like is the feeling inside me the feeling that I wanted to cultivate yeah it just it's like like it helps you stay accountable too Definitely. which is really interesting I think um and like helps you realize because like maybe maybe your priorities will change or maybe that's not actually what you want in the end but it's like good to have that as that thing to look back on and be like oh is that still what I want or is maybe something's changed or maybe this but like it's just that's why I also think the feeling thing mm, is really important yes. about like yeah. how do I want to feel because sometimes you don't know exactly what it's gonna yeah. look like but you can know how you want to feel yes. so it, you might get to the same ending that you wanted but it mm. might just be slightly different it might look than, different yeah because maybe you didn't even know the other option existed. Yeah. Well, I think an example of that for me is with law and like getting my first law job. I didn't actually know what I wanted, but I kind of knew what I didn't want. <laughs> so I like didn't yeah. necessarily have a clear thing, but I was like, I don't want like a high power basic job. I don't want like whatever. Like I knew I kind of just wanted a job where I felt like I was helping people. Or, like I had like 
basic ideas, but I more so knew what I didn't want. But then I still, I think even articulating that and like cutting off those options led me to like, yeah, like a good outcome in, in the end. I think it's really good to know what you don't want, but then mm-hmm. I think a lot of people also get stuck just at that point. That's yeah. what I've noticed with people that I talk to where they're like, well, I don't like this. I don't like that. And like, it's really, really good. It's definitely really good to know what you don't want, but then you have to take it the step further. further and it's, I think yeah. it's a lot harder to keep pushing further to see than what you do want. What you really like, want. Yeah. Um, but when you can do that, and that's why, like, even when we did that manifesting exercise and it took like hours and hours <laughs> being painful, it was like so worth it. Cause it takes a lot of brain power in some ways, yes. right? When you actually are thinking out a realistic, mm-hmm. like, for, it's not just like, oh, I want to like ha- have a bunch of unicorns flying around me and live in a mansion mm-hmm. and like win the lottery. Yeah. Like it's no, it's like actually... Well, I think the lottery the real thing things. is a good thing to think about, too, because it's like so many people would be like, I want to win the lottery. But it's like, why do you actually want to win the lottery? Like, what is that feeling you want? Like, do you want to relieve stress because you feel stressed about money? Like, do you actually yeah. need more money? Or is it like, can you de-stress your life in other ways? It's like, you have to and break like, that what's down. What's the lottery going to give you? To is it like, oh, I want to travel? Like, oh, and, yeah. is, and if that's what it is, then can you is there that? no way that you can yeah. just do that on yourself? Is it, oh, I want to quit my job? oh, but then is there any way you can just do that yourself? Mm. Like, oh, like what what will it allow you to do that you can't actually do right now? Because I think there's like so many people who win the lottery live horrible lives after because then everyone thinks it's going to be the solution. Yeah, they've done a lot of research on that too. It's because you think it's going to solve all your problems, but you haven't actually figured out what your problems are or what you actually want and then you're just throwing money at things trying to figure it out well and also with money and making more money and mm. there's like a what they always say there's like a base salary of happiness where yeah. like if you make about this much you meet your I needs yeah it was like seventy thousand. you told me about it before but that was years ago so I don't know. yeah and uh i don't know if it was where it yeah. was i don't think it'd be australia but Probably i don't Canada. actually maybe mm. um but um yeah so they said if you do that then like you'll you're going to be happy but then basically the more and more money you make you're not actually going to be more and more happy the more you make what happens is you just live on a different level of things so instead of buying like a used toyota you buy like the new i don't know what's a good car (laughs) fancy car um you buy a new fancy car You buy your Lexus, right? Or, and then Fancy you, <laughs> your mortgage is just yeah. higher and you go to a, a more expensive gym and you maybe you get more treatments done and or something I like that. I think Corona is the perfect example of how you don't actually have to spend any money. Like when you realize now that you're stuck in your house, like oh, you're, all the That's extra true. money you're spending, you're like, oh, you don't have to get like takeout all the time or you don't have to go get those drinks. So you don't have to like buy that shirt. Like there's so many things that you're like, oh, wait, I don't actually you're just used to spending money all the time but yeah yeah you're just used to the flow of it so some of my like friends best manifesting stories that I thought of are one of my friends she basically from the time I met her I met her when I was doing my farm work and she would always just be like I want a baby I want a baby I want a baby Mm -hmm. (laughs) which was kind of weird to say at the time and she didn't really like dating or she just didn't really try in a lot of ways and we used to be like well how are you going to have these babies if you're never giving it a go basically (laughs) if you're not dating anyone or doing anything or going out ever how is this going to happen and then 
she basically ended up meeting this guy through friends like they it was their last single guy friend um and it was a married couple that she would hang out with all the time and they had a kid this guy and her ended up um hitting it off and he was just like wonderful and you know kind of everything that you want in a solid partner and she ended up getting pregnant and he also was like totally fine with like going for it basically almost like right away she ended up getting pregnant and she wasn't just pregnant she was pregnant with twins Mm -hmm. which I thought was so funny when she told me because I was like of course I was like all you have ever wanted is babies and you wanted it and it was like happening later than than when you would have liked and so, of course, it's like, now you've she got two. <laughs> like, exactly. So, and I bet you she's going to have another set of twins. Like, mm-hmm. I bet you. But, it yeah, it was just so funny. If you had told me that when we first met her, I would have been like, no way. Just because of, like, her lifestyle. Like, she wasn't dating or doing anything. And I would have been like, how will that ever happen? But she and was so And kind of so her attitude towards it. things. Yeah. Except she actually just, that is something that she would say over and over and over. And she'd make it clear to everybody that that's what she wanted. Which is just, yeah, it was so cool. Yeah, I think, like, I had a friend in law school who... Um, she was like a bit older than me at the time. So she was already in her 30s. Um, and when we finished law school, she decided to stay in the city or the city where law school was in kind of like a small town and rented this like little cottage and was kind of isolated almost. And I think it's a similar thing of us moving up here where she was like, okay, I want to meet someone. I want to have kids. I want to start my life in that way and like settle down. And I think mm-hmm. she just kind of set her mind to that and manifested it. And she like met her husband on tinder like pretty soon after that and they have twins too actually (laughs) yes but i feel like careful about your manifesting i feel like it was the same sort of like she just like put her mind to it she kind of like cocooned herself and had a goal and yeah manifested it yeah um and my last manifesting story is our friend uh christine who she forever wanted to teach yoga full-time and all she wanted to do was teach yoga full-time but she had this job uh, as a designer that she just couldn't give up because it was pretty cushy and she could work from home and do all this stuff but she hated it and she wouldn't leave it and like would kind of like moan about not being able to teach yoga full-time and not having the opportunity but like so funny and then months into this she went to work one day and then found out that everyone on her team was being made redundant and it was like such a big blow out and that they were all getting like their payout as well. So it, it was, was a really big blow. And, too, was it? Yeah, yeah. And like, it was just crazy because at first she was like really upset that it had happened just because it was a bit of a shock. A shock and stuff. Yeah. But, but then it was like weirdly comforting because it was the whole team. So it wasn't just like about mm, her yeah. and getting, yeah, it was like the whole team was going. So there was like a compassion and kind of like a camaraderie with everyone and then she had this money that she could use like to cushion the blow and she had nothing but time basically now mm-hmm. to start teaching yoga and then she went off and she did it teaching i think it was like 10 or 12 classes yeah. a week some weeks like it was just crazy um and then also realized that because she'd only been working part-time at that other job before yeah. that she was actually making basically the same amount of money teaching <laughs> yoga that she had been before but like hadn't realized that she could ever do that Okay, so this is the woo-woo portion of the podcast. And today, the woo-woo part is actually going to be me talking or paying tribute to Bill Withers, the amazing musician who passed away this past week. 
um, not from coronavirus. And if anyone doesn't know who Bill Withers is, he's the uh, writer and singer of songs like Ain't No Sunshine. You know, ain't no sunshine when she's gone. Um, (laughs) And wait, where was the list? I had a list of the other ones. The other one was Grandma's Hand, um, which I don't know. But when I listened to it, I was like, oh, I do know it. Um, Use Me, that's the other one. And then the ones that I know by name are Lovely Day, which is my favorite of his, um, Just the Two of Us, and Lean On Me. So he oh, has written so some of the most classic, yeah, some of the most classic, like iconic songs that we've had, and uh, yeah, that have been put like throughout pop pop I culture think he's and everything. One of those people you don't realize all the songs that he has, but if yeah, if I listen to his playlist, I'd probably be like, oh shit, like that's. Like, I think so there's many. such a timelessness mm. and like soulful reality to his well, songs. Those, those are all songs that you have to sing to. I feel like. Like yeah, and not sing along to them if they come on the radio. And they evoke real emotion in you. They're just there's just I I feel like it's like real truth. Mm. Like it's like a moment captured in time that's still relatable to this day. And so I wanted to know a little bit more about Bill because I was like, oh, I I like literally love his songs Mm. and I love his voice. And so I went and did some reading. Um, and he's had a he had a really interesting past. So he grew up in West Virginia and he was the youngest of six children. He joined the Navy uh, when he was in his late teens and worked in the Navy for nine years. And while he was in the Navy, he wanted to, he thought about singing and writing songs. And then when he left, he tried out a music career. So the first song that he wrote and recorded was Ain't No Sunshine. That's crazy. Which is just like ridiculous. Like, that's your first song and um of course it was smash hit um and then he yeah he just continued to like make amazing music he won numerous grammys and other awards he was signed to columbia records for a long time he basically did it for 15 years and then was fed up with the way that the music industry works Mm. so he just quit (laughs) and i love that and actually also when he did his first song and got his first um album signed and stuff Mm. he kept his uh, like whatever other job he was doing on the side because he didn't he said the music industry was shifty and he didn't want to rely on it Mm. and then yeah after 15 years complete success touring all of that kind of stuff millions of people would dream to do yeah yeah he just was like no I'm tired of this I don't want to do this anymore and then he quit that's amazing and then he didn't do it anymore and he went and had to do yeah and he went and had another career after that and I forget what that career is but um, and then obviously he, I think he came back for some yeah. like special performances and things like that. And cause obviously his songs are still so I popular. I think I need to look up his other career now. <laughs> yeah, no, he just had a really interesting life. Mm. And I also love his like frankness about why he was there to do that. Oh, and sorry, he wrote all his songs he said for, it was like a new, like, so new middle-class um, black America, which had just kind of come up like in mm. that time. And he said he wanted that middle class sector to kind of remember their roots in some ways and like remember where they come from and not just forget like the hardships of the time. So it like spoke to a kind of truth and it's just like really beautiful. And the the songs are so timeless and real and they just like evoke emotion in you. Oh, yeah. um, No matter your soul. Yeah. And 
in the woo-woo part of it is I really do feel like, and when I read that thing about the 15 years and then just stopping like cold turkey, I thought mm. it feels like he was like almost channeling or something like yeah. to come up, to come out with those, so many of those songs and they're all so timeless, like each of them. And they still speak a message even now today, like decades later, like there's so much purpose in that and so much Dharma. Right. So, and Dharma is like the, uh, your life's purpose like it's almost like he came to earth he put out the things he was supposed to put out that would help the people around him and help humanity mm-hmm. and then he did his part and then he was allowed to go on and keep living his life the way that he wanted to but he like contributed those things yeah. and I thought that was really interesting that's beautiful yeah so that is beautiful Bill Withers magical life and um, yeah. yeah thanks for listening guys i hope that you get some inspiration from this and maybe to have some time to think about your lives and do some manifesting and draw and, out yeah, your own draw. manifestations and Take if you do day. please send them to us because we yeah, love this stuff i might try and post some of the pictures of ours yeah i think you should post. i yeah. think that's a great idea because um, it's just it's like such a good it's exercise it's really like the kind of thing you might do as like a kid in some ways and then you don't think about doing something like that as an adult but it's so you should it's just so, <laughs> yeah it's a good meditation it's like a little bit it's a good everything there's nothing bad about doing that yeah it is okay just so we're gonna close out uh, and i know it's gonna be 